it. Like, what are we doing? <laughs> Welcome back to This is a Takeover. My name is David Hensley. I'm the owner and creative director of Long Walk Productions, and my job on this podcast is to introduce your hosts, Shelby Ray Patterson and Gina Belmont. Thank you, David, and welcome to Charlotte's only female-led NXT-focused wrestling podcast, This is a Takeover. And with me, as always, as David so graciously introduced her is Gina Belmont. Hey y'all, hey. How you doing? Oh, I am all right. Just, you know, just excited to be in the recording studio again. We are back, guys. We are back. I love I love that we have a little bit of time away. Yeah. Because I feel like it makes me like super amped when we come back in. Yes, definitely. We don't, I mean, I don't know. I feel like now we do have a show every single month i know it's before it's, and i know i've said this before but we when we pitched it to david we were like yeah we're not gonna be in here yeah for- it's like only like for a year like and now funny. he sees our lovely faces at least once a month Ayo. now so i'm good with it yeah okay good especially considering you're the most popular podcast on the network <laughs> that's still just that's baffling blows my mind that's so awesome. like it, like, it thank you i know and it's it's so great and i I'm so happy that, like, it's been well-received, yeah. I guess. Like, it, I don't know. I don't like gushing about stuff No, like and I even had another person reach out. Um, oh, yeah, that's right. Reach out to me while we were watching NXT because I had posted on my story um, a couple hours. Because we're trying hours. to do that Yeah, more. I'm trying to get on my Facebook and Instagram and post stories. It's weird. It's like, <laughs> something I don't do all the time, but I'm trying, guys. I mean, we, have a, we have a show, and I, I guess that's how you promote shit nowadays i guess right yeah. i mean i try i mean i i enjoy it a, a little bit i'm not gonna say i enjoy it a lot because yeah. it's social media and there's only so much i feel like you can enjoy yeah, nowadays exactly but i have and that has been a bright spot for me it's yes like wrestling instagram you, and wrestling twitter yeah you hated social media for i was and you kind of still do a little bit <laughs> i do but Again, it's I enjoy mm-hmm. this part of it, yes. like the do, good part of it, the good part of it. And now since I'm doing the the long walk podcast Twitter, I have been able to you've been having fun with that. I've been having so much fun. So, <laughs> so thank you, David, for giving me the reins on that, because I did not realize how much I would actually enjoy it. Uh, this is how much I trust you. I have not looked at the Long Walk Podcast <laughs> Twitter since I handed it over to you. So you could have been posting literally anything. <laughs> And Dang it. I would have no idea. I'm pretty sure I made a comment about that the other night when we were watching the show. And I was like, I wonder if he actually like <laughs> has seen what I've been posting. Because I've tried to been making it even, you yeah, know, across all three not, shows. It's not just, this is a takeover. I mean, it's not. <laughs> I appreciate that. We have our, we have our own too. So. Yes, we do. Yeah. We, have, we do have our own. I was in the car earlier today and I was like, you know what? I have a TikTok account, a profile, and have never once posted anything. I should use TikTok to promote the show. And I was like, I'm going to do it once and then never fucking again. Yeah. You know, that is like, if you think Twitter is a lot to manage, like TikTok is way more to manage, like way more to produce. Like, I mean, I I won't lie. I haven't been down the, the TikTok wrestling hole. And that might be something I have to go and disassociate and do for a little bit. The TikTok wrestling hole? 
Like I, like a rabbit hole, but a wrestling hole? Yeah, like, okay. so in, like, TikTok, because she does not partake in much TikTok. I, I partake I, in more. Because, I don't have the app on my phone yeah, at all. Yeah, so I, there's, like, different sections where you can, like, find, like, there's like pasta making tiktok there's you know like all sorts of different things and like categories like baking tiktok and right. i don't know why i'm on food because i love food i guess but oh i watch food videos all yeah, the time and yeah and that's the thing it's like that's you know but they're different niche compartments well i think on, and i'm sure there's got to be a wrestling area in there well on this takeover i'm pretty sure they advertised oh yeah they did because they're tiktok <laughs> so guys if you're on tiktok and you like watching NXT, you should totally follow them on TikTok, I guess. I don't I'm know. I'm trying to remember what it was. I mean, I'm sure if you just look w- up. At WWE NXT, I think. Something, something like that. Something like that. I mean, I don't know if there's like a search engine on TikTok. <laughs> don't call us out if we're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. But I, I feel like now with our social media accounts, like... I, I am almost at 500 followers. Oh. And I was shocked when Look I checked that the other day. Are you serious? Yes. You didn't tell me that. I'm like 490 something, what? which I mean, people who listen I to this make a Twitter account. who are actually, no, this isn't Twitter. This is Instagram. Oh, what? Um, so people who are listening to this, who may have like a prominent like podcast channel, like 500 followers is probably like nothing to y'all but but, like i'm a nobody from north carolina (laughs) so like (laughs) having close to 500 followers is like you know kind of a big deal to me i guess but i don't know that's when i'm like do i really care that much but then deep down i'm like yeah i care (laughs) there's validation (laughs) i like it that's how it works yes but But. oh I, i love i love us riffing at the top you can tell we like haven't really got to see each other much we're gonna see each other we've seen each other a lot though this week this week but overall yeah yeah we've just been it's just been overall yes no but so gina yes what are you you drinking right now i am drinking something from sycamore brewing which is local local and it's called paloma goes so it's a goes style ale with citrus i love a paloma it's have you ever so had one good it's been a long time it's one yes. of my favorite I, I don't do liquor very much unless it is brown yeah right like bourbon yeah. whiskey oh. that type of thing but I would I would down a Paloma. Paloma is sure. great. Oh my gosh! <laughs> but the only thing I have to complain about is that it is not cold. So yeah. See, we guys we talked about this before we turned like the mics just on just a second ago. I am such a temperature snob in all forms. In all forms, <laughs> like if it's food, if it's drinks, mm-hmm. if it's like the unless air outside. Unless you're taking things out of the oven, then you just suddenly forget that. Yeah, because I'm hungry and I want the food. <laughs> It's not that I forget that it's hot. It's just you just turn that off. You're like it's not worth it. It's the quickest way, whatever. <laughs> but um, but yeah, that's why I restrict myself to just the cooler yep. at uh, Main Street Bottle Shop. Yes, <laughs> because I I can't I can't just pull something from the counter yeah, like that. Yeah, and I have to because my my type is so specific that I have to like okay, where's the sours? Okay, where's the that's doses? true. You can't so just be like hey, I can't. I'll just take whatever. Oh, I'm gonna take this wheat beer and I'm gonna be like. Like as I drink my wheat beer. <laughs> so to go- be fair though, whatever you gave me that one time that we went to the German restaurant, I enjoyed that it's one. It's because it's German beer. Exactly. And I'll great segue because hey! I am drinking a German beer right now. I did that on purpose. Um I am not even gonna try <laughs> to pronounce 
what the brand of this is. David? Uh, it looks to me like uh, there's an umlaut there. So Schuferhofer? Schuferheffer? Sure. I'm going to go with that. I know what Hefeweizen mm. is because that's Ooh, the type of that beer. Was, that was good. Um, it's a Hefeweizen grapefruit beer. Mm. And I mean, it is. It's, it's very good. orange. It is. It says um, it's colored with beta carotene. <laughs> so like the shit in carrots. That's so specific. <laughs> um, I don't know. But, but I just love the fact that you said grapefruit. Yeah. So, so why is it orange? I don't know. Grapefruit. I don't know. <laughs> I really don't know. Anywho. Um, but it tastes more like a juice. Because fuck you. <laughs> you know what? I didn't think about that, David. You're so right. How how could I not conceive what would, that? What would we do without David's interjections, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen? Oh, my gosh. So it tastes kind of more like juice than it actually tastes like beer, <laughs> which is why I'm about halfway done with it already. Hey. Um, but it's it's, it's, it's aight. Yeah. You it's know? Right? It's good. Yeah. Um, so... We are in a very interesting position. We are. Because um, this is actually the first takeover that we weren't, like, extremely thrilled over. Yeah, it was a meh kind of... Uh, and that's a weird spot for us. It's weird. Because... We both kind of felt just almost empty, kind of a little bit. It felt weird. It felt weird. Yeah. Be- and and I have been... You know me. I'm obsessed with this type of shit. And I go on the internet and go no. on Google... And no. we're not the only ones. I went real deep there. Sorry. Y'all. We're not the only ones that feel like this. <laughs> we, we're not. It is across the board. No, no. People have, did not like I have this been one. Very well informed. And this is like such a weird spot for NXT to be in. Yes. Because normally you would hear this type of stuff from the main roster pay-per-views and sometimes even AEW pay-per-views. Yeah. But normally you do not hear this type of criticism over a takeover. Yeah. And I'm... I'm going to go out there and bring that back because I think I know where it went wrong. Mm-hmm. And I, th- and I can talk about that. Okay. Later. Well, we can, uh, is that like later on? Well, I mean, it's going to, it's going to be sprinkled throughout. Okay. No, so that's good. I won't give any, any hints yet. And also kind of to add to the whole feeling of it. I was talking to Gina on the way here, y'all. There was a match that we didn't even know happened. I, she told me in the car. And I was mm-hmm. like, what are you talking about? We literally watched the stupid... I hate that man. That stupid rat weasel man talk for f- freaking forever. And just talk about nothing with no music in the background pre-show. So, friends, she's talking about Sam Roberts. <sighs> <laughs> Who has now shaved his head. It looked better. It looks better. He has That's a bald head and a beard. the only compliment I can give him. Yeah. Because he... But he has the voice like this, oh and he talks like that for real, like I, all the time. I think, I think you know what? what? I think that's the reason why it pisses me off so much is that I work with that on a daily level. <laughs> I'm, I'm a preschool t- assistant teacher, so I hear that, but they can't help it. Their vocal cords literally aren't developed. But this You man, don't know. His might not be. <laughs> you don't know. Well, then I'm sorry. <laughs> but at least try, dude. <laughs> like, if, you, if they aren't, then you shouldn't be doing commentary. No. <laughs> oh, God. It's not even that it's high pitched. It's just that it's it's also, I'm not going to get into it. No. I'm going to get too deep into this. But That's another rabbit hole. You that's don't another get rabbit down. hole I'm not going to get down. But I, that's the thing. It's like we watched this pre-show where it was so awkward. I don't know why. They could not have shown that. It, it, but... What? Uh, it was weird. So all the, the pre-show, noises. the pre-show was 
them talking in front of the crowd and you know doing video packages to kind of hype up all of the all of the matches which is a normal pre-show yes and most of the time there is a match excuse me hey <laughs> that wasn't taking as, notes wasn't as big as the first one all guys right. that was off camera or I, off uh off mic it was a lot i got you are not marking down my burps can you not no this pen is too nice i don't want to oh nice oh what the branded pen uh every once in a while random uh like stationery and promotion companies oh, will send nice. me uh, branded pens to try to get me to buy more of them, as I though mean, I'm just handing these bitches out. I mean, it's, it's of, a nice pen. I'm hoarding them. Uh, yeah, I love it. But anywho, for, since this isn't a visual medium, it is um, for everyone. It's, since y'all can't see it, it's a pen that says Free Reign Theater Company on it. So, oh, that's one of the Free Reign ones. Yes. Okay, I also have like oh, six no. or seven Long Walk uh, Productions ones that oh, they have sent okay. me over the years. Well, oh, okay, no, this one was Free Reign. But anyway, wow, sorry. we are off to a banger of a start. <laughs> ADD's kicking in real hard for both of us today. Oh man, it's hump day, mm-hmm. hump day. But um, but yeah, so you're, we're going through the pre-show, and they're standing in front of the CWC crowd. Yeah, and it is dead quiet. They're all on their phones. Like we're literally watching them on their phones. There's no music. Nothing. There's no. There's nothing. There's nothing to buffer anything. So you so, literally, you can hear that they can hear what yeah, everybody's saying. Like it's being piped in. They will, no, but they're reacting to like, what Sam Roberts and that other guy, I can't remember what his name is. Yeah, the guy from ESPN. The guy who's actually a sports dude. Yeah. Right? Why didn't he talk more? I don't know, because he didn't know <laughs> what he was talking about when he, he was didn't. talking. He did But w- when they would say stuff, the crowd would actually react to what they were saying, so you could yeah. you know that they like, heard what they were saying. They look at their phones and go, huh? Oh yeah, they said the uh, guy that I like, or and then you back know. down. Yeah, it was just so weird. Why was that match not there? I don't know. Why was it not put right there? So um, oh. we're recording this after the weekly or the episode after the takeover, yes. right? So, um, so and I haven't watched all the way through, so there won't be too many spoilers, but yeah, we're going to talk about a little bit, yes. but, uh, she, she knows all the ones that mm-hmm. I'm going to talk about, but, um, so they're not piping anything in. And then you have this match that just doesn't even exist. Yeah. <laughs> apparently, no, apparently. Except on YouTube. So we were watching the show last night and there was a segment where somebody was talking to um, Aaliyah and Jesse Kamea, who are, who are the Robert Stone brand. Frankie Monet was talking to them about how they had lost their match at TakeOver. And literally all of us like looked at each other. We're like, wait, did they have a match at TakeOver? Um, and we were all like talking about it and we were like, no, we watched the pre-show from start to finish. Like there wasn't a match. And I, y'all, when I say I dug through the internet last night it was seriously like put on my sherlock holmes hat and my (laughs) and my pipe and i was going through it like i was legit i could not find it i could not find it anywhere and and then i was like there's no way that she would have messed up that she would have said no you know something wrong on the show the only reason is because she's done promos for how long now right oh my gosh frankie monet is an incredible well and also like they would be able to edit that out. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They would have been able, if she would have messed up, they wouldn't have aired it. Well, that's the other thing. It's like, okay, even if they had had this, but they knew that only a certain amount of people, like, wh- why include that when the majority of the people didn't see this match? Yeah, so basically, but why? like, it is only on YouTube. It was like a 10-minute match. 
so it was uh, the Robert Stone brand, which mm-hmm. is Aaliyah and Jesse Kamea. Yep. Versus Zoe Stark and Saray. Like, why not show that? So there is a match that's on this card that could have been swapped out with that match. And I, and I would have been happy with it. I know which one you want to swap it out for. So I... I just, I don't understand. So I'm going to go through it real quick. Yep. Because I watched it before yeah, we, before we I came. I have not seen it, so. So, I mean, it was your basic tag match. I mean, it was really good. Yeah. For, you know, for a pre-show standard. Um, and from them, too. Yeah. I mean, and you have Saray, who is brand new. So good. And they, they've been pushing her, but they also haven't been pushing her at the same time. Like, it's been this weird kind of tweener type it's thing. It's almost like a trophy wife kind of status thing. They're like, yes, we have her at NXT. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but oh, we're not... Oh, yeah, but she's not going to wrestle. <laughs> we're not going like, to use her. We're going to put her in every <laughs> once in a while, maybe. Like, and yeah, then you have, then she goes and squash someone. And then you have Zoe Stark. Who's amazing! Who has been on a run. Yes! For a bitch. Her and Tony have been really killing oh, it. Oh, gosh. And and then you have, you know, Robert Stonebrand, who are also good, but just haven't really had any main screen no. attention. So, they they go back and forth. I mean, it's a solid match. I mean, I don't really I don't really remember a lot, because I literally just watched it, like, no, you're fine. ten minutes before you showed up at my house. Oh, nice. <laughs> um, but, I mean... It ends up that Sir Saray and Zoe Stark go over. Yeah, and there's some shenanigans and chicanery, chicanery with Robert Stone. But I do want to point out our patron saint, uh, Beth Phoenix, who Please. who said the most funniest thing, and I'm so mad that it was not on the actual takeover. Oh, come on, she said the funniest thing on commentary because Robert Stone had these god-awful furry shoes they look like bedroom slippers like you know those um like those bedroom slippers that you get at like walmart or something that it's like a it's like a bear or like you know like a cartoon character and it's just like fuzz coming out that's what he was wearing what and why so vic i'll set it up so vic goes yeah robert stone told me that his shoes are a hundred percent genuine wookie fur (laughs) and then wade wade barrett goes well if robert stone says it then i believe it you know he's a hundred percent reliable and you know all that stuff oh my gosh and beth goes but Wade, don't you know that Wookiees are an endangered species? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I don't mean to clap when I laugh, but it is something I do. Sorry, earphone listeners. So Sorry. I rip. <laughs> I was sitting at my table eating my dinner before I came here. I had to pause because I was laughing so hard. It oh was the funniest shit I I've ever that. heard. And I and it made me even more mad that this was not on the main card. Oh my gosh. Because we were deprived of that line, of that beautiful line from Beth Phoenix. Oh so Beth gosh. Phoenix. Who, by the way, looked phenomenal. Yes, and that's a, that, that's a good segue for yes. us to get into the main card. So oh. I gave it a three- Okay. Like it was, I, I know, trust your judgment. I mean, it's a pre-show match. It's like, also more like, also kind of like the disappointment of it not being there, kind of like an yeah, added extra. Yeah, like, I feel eh. like if it was on the card, I probably would have given it a three and a half. Yeah, you but, know, yeah, but it, it ugh. you messed up there. It sucks. It really mm-hmm. does. So we move into the main show, and this is Takeover in your house. Yeah, which we didn't say at the top, but it's NXT Takeover in your house. Woo! 
<laughs> um, so takeover or sorry in your house is we did this one last year yes um this and was that, one of the first ones we did i oh feel like oh my gosh this was one of the best ones because <laughs> i i remember that night so clearly because we had eo jumping off oh of the my house. gosh and i was like i'm gonna pick eo and you were like i mean okay and then all of a sudden like well no actually that was dylan dylan was more like oh okay well it was because we had charlotte and charlotte and ria also yeah, in that I was match just like, yeah, whatever but that so was such a good match t- so in your house is an older pay-per-view um from the 90s yep. that has kind of died out or did die out and then nxt brought it back and they're kind of doing that rebranded it um, a little bit because they're doing that with great american bash which yes. is in i think like three weeks or so yeah, I, i'm pretty sure it's like july 6th mm-hmm. like right after and they're doing and they've done halloween havoc which oh. also used to be a pay-per-view 10 out of 10 i love halloween havoc. yeah i do too 10 out of 10 so this one is they have a 90s feel to it oh, yeah. every time that they do it. So it, op- it opens up with the whole like um, like 90s sitcom kind of feel to it, right? And so we have the recap of like all of the, you know, matches that are going to happen. And they're mm-hmm. all on these old VCR like TVs. Oh, so good. And we have the host, Todd Pettengill, who was, okay, <laughs> I am so sorry, hardcore wrestling people. I don't know who this man is. I have no clue. And I only know that he was the host, uh, the first host of In Your House. And yeah. that is why we have him. I, I, I'm i sure that he was a wrestler back in the day, and I am sure he was probably good. But I legit don't know him at all, except Beyond for the that. host of this. But he comes out and... I mean, sport in a very interesting facial hair look. What is that? It was a very thing? interesting goatee kind of combo type thing. Ooh. It was, it was weird. It was weird. But very nineties. He has that like radio announcer voice, and it's very you know deep and lovely. Coming and, soon to own on VHS. Oh yes. Yeah. Oh, very well, DVD. But. Very nineties. Oh and, yeah. But it, we had a really weird musical guest. To me, it was kind of strange because I get that we're in the 90s and I get that we're doing the whole nostalgia type type feel to it. But you guys like this. Take our money. (laughs) Say what? No, I never mind. (laughs) It was the whole nostalgia thing with a lot of companies right now. Like, oh, you guys like this here. Go fetch it. Take our money. Exactly. Yeah. But we had Naomi Fox who. Uh, Yeah. What? I I wasn't singing. Oh, absolutely no, not. Absolutely the not. The worst lip syncing. Almost as bad as that time I watched the Tonys and the Phantom of the Opera was oh. lip syncing on that. That's another story. Never mind anyway. Exactly. I feel like we all know where we were when that oh, happened. That was the worst. Or at least theater nerds like us I, know. Oh. So but yeah, she comes was, out and I mean, looks great. Oh, She's yeah. in this awesome like polka dot dress. And, oh, it was so cool. You know, and but she comes out alone. Yeah. And it's this really like like high energy like r&b like yeah like dance music no backup dancer singers nothing Mm-mm. just her. no band nothing. no nothing and i mean this is the theme for the show which is what she's singing yeah it's the theme for takeover but there's this could nothing. have a great moment yeah. yeah and i guess like they really weren't into it either because they kept panning to the crowd like they legit like would have be on her and then they would pan to the crowd like ev- like pretty much every other minute. And I felt bad for her in that sense because I mean, do you think maybe there's a 
a reason like they already knew that like from the rehearsals before they were like maybe they knew that she was she couldn't do it oh my god like it was i'm not perpetuating rumors i don't know i'm just saying no but it was bad lip syncing if you're gonna lip sync like like at least no don't be five seconds behind that but also like just sing it yeah like i just don't under i've never understood like i understand if you are like if you're like britney spears and you are on a like 50 city tour and you have like choreography out the ass and you have all these backup dancers and you have so much going on i can understand if you're in a lip sync for that but this is one song at it at a wrestling event you can sing it even if you have just the karaoke track with you which is basically what it could have been which truly is what it felt like it was anyway right so i don't know it was just weird and it felt like a rupaul drag race like safe lip sync for your, your life. That's <laughs> what it felt like. <laughs> the stage was empty. It, it was, was weird. It was weird. And it's so different from the normal NXT music. I mean, Poppy. You could dress Poppy up as like a freaking Power Ranger. I don't know. <laughs> like, like you She's could, fine. That's 90s. Yeah. You could do that. Oh my gosh, Pink Power Ranger. Yes. That would work. That'd be awesome. And they, they were, they've they been doing everything with Poppy lately anyway. She was legit just on the show like last week or so. And that hussy hugged Dexter Loomis. She was. What no. a hoe. Gina was not happy about <laughs> no, that not. at all. Not not as unhappy as Indy was, but. That's okay. Yes. Poor, poor baby. <laughs> but so I don't know. It was just a weird energy yeah. to start off with. And I don't know if like if that set the tone for everything yeah. or like what. But it was weird. Yeah. So. We, we have that, and then we move into our first match of the night, yes. which they have been surprising me for the past couple of takeovers about the opener, because yeah. I did not think that, again, this one was going to be the opener. You literally pulled a Kara and went, are they starting? <laughs> that is... Shout out to Kara Hayes. Kara Hayes, I love you so much. That's my favorite memory of you ever. We're at a... <laughs> quick segue we're at a um we got to see clash of, clash of champions when they came to charlotte which was awesome and uh, really fun to watch um but lucky uh wife of host of this is a work david two dogs hayes um we kara hayes and i were getting our merch as as you do at mm-hmm. a wrestling event and we were getting our shirts and kara is a huge braun Strowman fan mm-hmm. and oh my god like just the biggest fan yes and his match started the show and we were still down in the concourse and his music hits and you hear and she goes shelby we gotta go and like pulls my arm and i'm like thank god i like had my drink like secure in my hand and paid for my shit but like (laughs) by god we were gonna see braun Strowman enter Mm -hmm. we got up there just in time for the match to start and she's like why would they put this on the first you know first match of the card that's so dumb why would they do that oh my god it was so funny but it it surprises me every time because yeah i mean i don't know if it's a good strategy or not to have one of the best matches of the night be your first match. Yeah. But, I mean, that's kind of how it went. Yeah. But, so we have our six-man tag team winner-take-all match mm-hmm. with MSK and Bronson Reed versus Legato Del Fantasma, which is Joaquin Wilde, uh, Mendoza, and Santos Escobar. I was so stupid. 
stoked for this match. I know you love Escobar. Oh my gosh. I enjoy Escobar a lot, but I love Bronson Reed and I have been a big fan of mm-hmm. Bronson Reed for so long. And he's I, been he's been grinding, man. I love him. Yeah, and he deserves it. He does because he is North American champion. Yes, and MSK are tag team tag team champion. So the yeah. way that this match works is it is a six man tag match, mm-hmm. but whoever gets pinned, not only do they lose their title, but everybody, everybody. on their team loses their title. Everybody. So let's say like one of the tag team champs gets. Pinned, Bronson also loses, loses his, his title, North American champion. Yep. So that just adds, and you know how I love my stipulation matches. Mm-hmm. I love them. I love them so much. Yes, you do. And so I was, I was stoked for this match. And we start out, and you have, I mean, everybody, dogs will be very happy about this because oh, everybody yeah. color coordinated. Oh, um, I actually like the green on Bronson. He looks good. In I that know. Green. MSK and Bronson were in green, like a really dark kind of green. Well, but it's it was very like, like Disney villain color. Yes, that Disney villain lime ish dark green that everybody knows is like oh mm-hmm. yeah. And then um, Legato came out, and they were in like black and yeah. blues and. Santos had this awesome mask. Oh that my was gosh, like that mask was half awesome. of a Punisher mask. I was gonna ask yeah. you, was it Punisher? It was. I thought it was. Okay, I wasn't and crazy. Wild and Mendoza came out with yes, you know, their, their mask that their they've, lucha been, they've been doing. Oh. I wish that they would wrestle in them. I know, but I get it. They're like not the traditional lucha. I know. So. We need we need more lucha. I agree. And especially now that I've hooked you onto Lucha Underground. Y'all, but I'm late to the party. Dude, I've been talking about this for months. I know, but I'm I'm still on season one, so I need to oh, we need to so catch up. But good. but anywho. So we have Wesley and Mendoza and they start. And I just I just love Wesley so much. So it's so funny. Listeners, I'm sorry. This is going to sound dumb. I for real just always thought his name was Wesley. I did not realize it was West lee so wes wes lee lee yes okay that's the yeah. joke well i fell for it <laughs> so <laughs> it wasn't until the other day i was sitting there going oh i get it now yes. well it's because i mean it, they say it all together it's like it's yeah. like my name yeah everyone Shelby th- ray. everyone thought ray was my middle name for the longest time and now it actually is which is really funny and it's like oh <laughs> full circle i love it but it's it's funny because Escobar just completely doesn't want to wrestle Bronson at all Cause because don't. he's been <laughs> in in Bronson's words squishing him <laughs> well for the past couple of weeks literally he yeah. squished the piss out of him <laughs> I mean through the barricade and through the chain fence oh, and all awesome. that good stuff so he basically the entire match is just evading him at all costs is tagging yeah. out whenever he tags in like he's like oh okay bye which i i love that because it's, it's such sets, good it sets it up for the inevitable right like <laughs> the beating of a life exactly <laughs> but i mean there's there's a obviously there's a lot of spots that are mm-hmm. you know through this but like there's this one spot i think i know where this is going it is it was where uh msk are holding i think it's mendoza Either Mendoza or a wild, I can't remember. But one has them has has his arms and the other has his legs, and then Bronson <laughs> just runs and does a backdrop like onto him as they're holding him. Yeah, but the, the thing that was so funny was that as they were moving, they were swinging. Yes. So it almost was like you know this kid's trying to jump onto a swing that's already moving, like. <laughs> 
mean, that's pretty much his style, though, because he's so big. Like, y'all. And that's why I love him. Bronson is like, I think. It was 330. Three, 330 pounds. Yeah. That's what they announced at the ring. Just, 330. Because I was like, what the shit? And he can do <laughs> such good high flying shit. Oh, my and gosh. it's just, oh, it's just great. And then they have, like, a whole series of, like, over-the-top spots where, like, each person gets a chance to, like, do some flippy shit over the ropes, which we all love the flippy shit. Like, yeah. it's just... I had actually wished for more in this match. You think... Yeah? I did. I did. I wanted more. Oh, especially, okay. um, at least, like, that rope play stuff that they do. Sorry, that sounded more than I meant it to be. That's not what I meant. Um... You didn't have to say it. I mean, <laughs> what's the word I'm thinking of? I don't David, know. don't look at me like that. Leave me alone. It's not what I meant. Yeah, back away. Back away. <laughs> We're having way too much fun with this today, y'all. Yay. Um, when they do the, like, when they, you know, use their back and they go bam off the rope and they just are going like pinballs in a pinball machine. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I wanted more of that and then also, like, doing some literal flips, like, jumping over each other. So, like, quicker pace. Yeah. I, I think, But that was just me being nitpicky. Well, nitpicky. I, I think it's because... And this is something that, you know, we're going to get into with our main event later. You have a bunch of, like, high flyers in the ring. And then you have Bronson, who is bigger and can do some high-flying stuff, but definitely not on the same caliber. Right? Like, that. that it's just some of the stuff that MSK can do is physically impossible for him to do. Unless he, I mean, I'm sure there are people out there who are as big as him who can do that stuff. Mm -hmm. But there's just a pace that I feel like you you have to be able to keep up with to be able to do that. Yes. So I think it was, I thought it was a good balance of the high flying stuff that we love and the destruction and, and, you know, rampage and like Mm -hmm. stuff that we would get from Bronson, you know? So I feel like maybe eventually if he keeps teaming with MSK, Maybe he'll get to that point. I'm going to keep this in the back of my mind for later because I saw it in your eyes as you started saying it. And I was like, we're going to save this for a different conversation. And I said that we were going to talk about it later <laughs> on in the episode. I know what I'm saying. <laughs> like I watched the gears in your eye go, oh shit. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. I we'll can come ad- back to that. I can admit when I'm wrong. It's we fine. We can come back to it. But there's, there's. One spot that I just we we just have to talk about is it what I think it is. It is when Escobar does the Michinoku driver. Holy on Bronson! Oh my again! Gosh, three hundred and thirty pounds. We all literally just. I, I mean, I felt like my jaw hit the floor. I thought I thought his head bent back is what I thought at oh first. Oh my gosh! But when you look at it from a different angle, he hits it perfect, perfect. and it's just it was mm. glorious. And he had been teased. glorious. Oh, there you go. What a great theme. Oh, <laughs> I miss R- that theme. F for respects. Exactly. Oh. But I just, it was oh, so impressive. Gosh. And he'd been teasing it the entire match. So you're, I know. He, he would go to lift him and then nah. nah. And then go to lift him oh, again. Not and yet. Ex- no, you got to be quicker than that. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but uh, it's just so good. I'm so proud of him for doing mm-hmm. that. I know I sound like a, like no, a mom, but like. But, oh my gosh. He's, Yeah. He's like when he does stuff like that. That's when I'm like, yes, yes, yeah, yes. He's great, and Ugh. and then we have this awesome spot during toward the end where Escobar's basically does a you know fuck this moment and goes <laughs> and gets the title. Oh yeah, he's like, he's like you know what? I'm tired of this match. I'm just gonna take this, and now this is mine. 
And this and is where we he, hit pause. He looks at the camera and just screams. It was at this moment that he realized he had done fucked up. Exactly. <laughs> so he looks at the camera and just goes, ah! and then starts to walk away. And Bronson runs into frame and beep, just beep. completely piles just through him. <sighs> and they both go through the barricade and yep. the fence and, and the plexiglass. And die. No, they don't die. I mean, the... I mean, Santos totally should have. The (laughs) plexiglass almost fell on top of them. It did. And they're just laying there. And I'm like, all right, well, they're done. It's like, all right, that's it. over. But no, it wasn't. (laughs) Nope. Because why not? Because we go to the finish where we have um, Nash uh, Carter has Wild on his shoulders. Yep. And Wesley gets to the top. And I don't know the, the... technical name for this but i'm awesome just, i'm gonna explain it in my layman's terms got it so he jumps grabs wild by the like shoulders and head and neck area and twists and then yes yes, throws yes, yes, him yes down yes um so he does that and then you're like oh okay uh, we're gonna pin now and then you're like oh wait no bronson is the legal man and dun, then you see dun, him dun. climb up the top rope <laughs> and he just does just a splash not a frog splash. No. Not any splash in particular. Just, just a splash. And, and just, just completely oh. wild, just goes through the mat <laughs> right into the he ground. He turns into a puddle. One, two, three. Boom. We have, they retain. Yep. We still have champions. Can I, <laughs> can I guess what you had? And I didn't even look at the actual, like what you wrote down to be totally fair. Sure. I asked her like, just to remind myself of the order, like what the order was. Uh-huh. Three and a half. Yeah. Yeah. I did. I gave yeah, it a three yeah, and a half. Yeah. Yeah. yeah no, because yeah. I, I feel like it was honestly like on par with like best match of the night for oh, me. Oh, absolutely. Which again is great, but also makes me yeah. scared, right? When you are in the moment and you're watching it and you're like, you're like yeah, shit, that was really good. Yeah. And then you go, you're like, whatever's going to come after that is going to yeah. really have to be great that also might also just be our perspective because we know this business we're starting to really like delve into this business yeah because early on us would have been like yeah this is gonna be great it's gonna be a great night it's just gonna keep getting better from here and then we and burn out by midway through the night and then we cry. fall asleep and we crash <laughs> which is why i took a nap before hey love it thanks we love a good nap naps were great but um i did want to say um i loved msk's reaction to Bronson Splash because they basically sold it like the ground shook. Because they were like, oh, it was, they're great. (laughs) They're awesome. And I don't understand because the crowd basically doesn't like them. And I don't understand. I don't either. I mean, they're so great. The camp is perfect. It's perfect. It's perfect. We we need silliness in wrestling to balance it out. We just do. Like, not everybody has to be, you know, serious all the time. I mean... And it makes me kind of sad because it's like, Breezango's like that. Oh, absolutely. Well, if they let them be like that. Yeah. And that's the thing. It's like, let them be like that. Like, yeah. now you let these guys do it and now oh, they're not going to, now they're going to be scared to let, well, I don't want to predict that. That's me <laughs> knocking on wood. I don't want to say nothing because I love me some Breeze. Oh, gosh. And Fandango yeah. is actually great. I really like Fandango. He's too. grown on me. Yeah. Yeah. I like him a lot now. So we next in between the matches, they have these they've been doing this lately on the takeovers. They have these really great like promos. And for this one, they've been they were doing 90s segments like they were basically like there was one where Mackenzie Mitchell was with Todd 
um, the host of the What's show. What's his face? And he was like, <laughs> Mackenzie, hey, I really want to watch, you know, this uh, the build-up to Zia Lee and Mercedes match, but I can't find the VHS anywhere. Like, can you can you help me out? And she's mm-hmm. like, we don't have that anymore. It's called the it's called Peacock, and we don't you know you don't have to do that anymore yeah. <laughs> and he's like no but i had everything converted to this vhs right here and i really need a vcr like can you get me one like yeah. you know silly stuff like, like that um, and they did that all the way through which was cute and campy and yeah and they had some you know segments with different promos to promote yeah. stuff for the future that wasn't on the takeovers yes. and stuff and um but our next match was a singles match with Mercedes Martinez mm-hmm. versus Zaylee. Yeah. So I'm gonna ask you. Yeah. What did you think of this one? Her hair is awesome. It is awesome. Zaylee came out with some brand new, some brand new woven in. It looked like yarn. It truly looked like that Michael's yarn that you get mm-hmm. from the knitting section mm-hmm. in the back there. Bright turquoise blues like little reds, balls yellow like I mean, a little puff balls it, yeah and yeah. then it was like they took fabric and sewn it in like th- thread it through her hair it looked awesome it looks so heavy and I, though it did look heavy it looked like a butt and a half to yeah because she kept like head. swinging it around oh like my all gosh magic. my hair oh that hurts just thinking about it yeah um and i liked the end but not the the end of the match what happened after and to be honest I'm so upset because I really can't remember anything else about this match. And it breaks my heart saying that. Yeah, it sucks because this is Zia Lee's first takeover match. That's upsetting as hell. This Especially is her, knowing that now. Yeah, this was her very first. Oh, yeah, I mean, I love she her. probably was in maybe like a, you know, battle royal with like 20 other women or, you know, something like that on a pre-show of some sort. But this is yeah. her first singles takeover match. Yeah. And it just... This was, so, friends, this was the match that I was talking about that should have been replaced. Yeah, you were not pleased about it. the pre-show match. I wasn't. I was not no. happy with it because Mercedes did not carry her weight. No. During this match. It she was... just didn't. There was, a, there was a spot on the outside where Zaya tried to throw her back in the ring and she didn't even get it's, back in the ring. It's almost like they just weren't on the same wavelength Mm -hmm. at all and that Zaya was just trying very hard to be like let let, come on like she was trying bless her heart they they didn't mesh they don't mesh they didn't mesh well at all and it just maybe that's why (laughs) that's why they i don't know it's just like didn't promote this rivalry for a reason no and they didn't and you know what's hilarious is the whole reason why we have this match is for it's because something that happened four years ago yeah that she's saying she's mad about when we haven't like so basically to set up friends like they they had a match at the first ever may young classic yes which which was four years ago they had a match mercedes beat her and this is why zaya wants to challenge her at this takeover it makes no sense none none like None you have all. no you have no story for this, no one cares about it, but you have this character in Zia Lee that is just they have it. I, it's a gold mine. Like they if they they keep going with it like they were doing. Like she didn't need to be on this takeover. Like I want her to be on a takeover eventually, but yeah. she this one was not the one. No, and not only that, maybe I don't know what's happened. I was more invested in that Caden Carter and what's that 
sweet little Casey Catanzaro. Thank you, Casey's. Mm-hmm. That feud between them, because that's where it started for Zaya to like suddenly switch. Well, it made more sense because they were actually and friends. And they were real friends. You could watch it. You mm-hmm. watched it. It's like, I mean, yes, if someone was that diehard wrestling fan that knew that from the moment on, not to say that we're not diehard wrestling fans, but... Yeah, but, like, I, I didn't know that. I didn't yeah, know that they had... exactly. But it was because it was just a one-off match in exactly. a tournament, And then know? it was used for something else later, which we'll get to eventually. Mm-hmm. And that's that's the only reason this match was in the cards, and that's exactly why I'm kind of like, dang, like... And then you're going to step on her. It just... It should have been... Honestly... You could have done that on the next episode of... On, the, on Tuesday. Exactly. Why didn't you? Yeah. In fact, why didn't you on Tuesday? It, it makes more sense. It's a Tuesday writing. Yeah. And this and this is where I'm going to start this. Creative was not on the ball for this. Mm-hmm. For a lot of different reasons. And I hate that. That I I get on creative for, I say WWE, not NXT. So when for, she says WWE, <laughs> friends, she means Raw and SmackDown. I do. <laughs> because it's a different entity. It really is. And every time I say, oh, creative missed the ball on that one, it's I always associate it with SmackDown or Raw. Yeah. And I hate saying that creative was creative was not here tonight and that makes me for really upset one. for this takeover no yeah for a lot of different matches mm-hmm. and i can see in each match where like it just fell through well because you had you had boa on the outside that did absolutely nothing, nothing. He, and literally, then he took a hit and that was it he literally stood in front of mercedes one time and got pushed out of the way yeah so that she could get desire yeah like no she literally brushed him yeah he didn't even go up against no. the, the announce table it was no. just he just stood there so he was useless because yep. that's a pet peeve of mine it's like if you have someone on the outside what are they doing yeah what's their purpose yeah like if it's not to interfere then they don't need to be out there exactly like what's the point exactly i mean unless you you have a paul Heyman that literally has the facial expressions <laughs> of a genius <laughs> but that's that's different uh, but yeah but we that's what robert stone is that's what exactly that's what you know well i was gonna say aw mention aw that's what vicky guerrero does right like, with her faces like you do that for a reason right and it just it just really didn't flow no it didn't make any sense and i mean i'm just gonna cut to the to the go home because really there wasn't anything in the match that was really worth it to me i mean zaya zaya even misses her finishing kick she misses it she hits her on the shoulder instead of the chin like that was heartbreaking it was it was such a lackluster finish so she goes and does her kick which she has been annihilating people with like she literally when she's been doing these matches y'all like her head like heads could have popped off Mm -hmm. and she literally just goes into the ring kicks them one two three matches over and that's honestly that's what i thought we were gonna get with this match yeah i thought she was gonna literally just go yeah but we didn't she did that to the pole instead of i remember that part (laughs) yeah the post she kicked the shit out of that post and i thought her shin had shattered i really was the only honestly the only good sell of the match honestly i know that's a terrible thing to say because i'm sure that hurt so bad you know it did oh my gosh i bet she has an internal bruise like nobody's business but so we have that finish yep and it's not over no after that which i was like god please like it went on long enough as it was and now we have this like Mm. five minute segment so we have boa who slides a chair in Mm -hmm. to zaya and that's i'm like that's where your first mistake was she came to the ring with a sword (laughs) why really awesome bedazzled sword why did you give her a chair from underneath the ring she has a sword literally right here liability i don't care 
is a lot of paperwork. Continuity is better <laughs> than liability. <laughs> New shirt. New shirt. Continuity is better. Just the greater than symbol. Mm-hmm. So David, <laughs> David, just add that to the list, please. Write it down. Yeah. So, so we have that and slides the chair in. Yep. She goes to hit Mercedes and Mercedes kicks her and the chair pops out of her hand. Mercedes picks it up and hits Boa and Zaya repeatedly. Over and over and over. And what we don't, what we haven't seen the entire match is Mei Ying, who is sitting on her throne at the top of the ramp. This is, it cuts to her first time in the entire match that we have seen her we saw her before the match started where she was sitting in that chair because that's what she does is she's a looming creepy figure with yes. that with that what is it the the grunge what is it that? looks like the girl from the ring the ring thank you that's yeah. what i was trying to remember yeah <laughs> the ring stringy hair. hair yeah that gross seth rollins hair. <laughs> <laughs> sorry yeah no it's it's, it's gross at this point <laughs> um so yeah we it cuts to her and i mean Zaya and Bo are just laying out in the middle of the ring, and they yeah. and then she rolls Zaya out onto the ramp, and um, Mei Ying stands up never, from her chair. Had never moved. This is the first time that we have seen her move ever at all. Other than that was the, leaning in. That was the biggest pop from the crowd that that match got. It was, and that was that made me sad. It did. It made me <laughs> because sad. everyone's like, oh shit. She got out of her chair. And then, We've been waiting months for this. And then she walked her ass over to Mercedes. Mercedes, and I'll never forget this. She goes, I'd scare you. Yeah. <laughs> that bitch grabbed her by the throat and was like, so good. I mean, she didn't say it, but she said it with her eyes where yeah. she was like holding Mercedes up in the air with this, those long ass creepy nails. Mm-hmm. And oh, was, but that's that's all I remember about this match. She picks her up. Well, first she picks her up, and then Mercedes hits her with the chair, and oh, yeah. she backs away, which I kind of got mad at. I was first. like, she could have caught it because I'm like, she's supposed to be this all powerful dragon lady, yeah, right? Literally, that's like her. And story. she gets hit with a chair once in the stomach, and is like, ugh, yeah, you know, yeah, like no. it, it was just a weird choice of thing. And then she grabs her again, and then throws her with all her strength against the barricade. She could have just no sold it. Yeah, that was what I was thinking she would do. Is like, yeah. okay, if she's gonna get hit, obviously, like she's not, she's gonna no sell it. But no, she like doubled over yeah. for a second and then regained her composure. But she throws her, throws Mercedes against the barricade. She crumples down. They and all stand she's over her. Dead. And and honestly, I thought that we that was gonna be the last that we saw of Mercedes. Nope. Because I thought that she because there were rumors that she was going to go to raw oh lord to be with eva marie (laughs) that was the rumor Mm. but it ended up being piper niven who did it which that is a whole nother story that i'm not even going to get into because i'm pissed about it like 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 my piper niven uk yep oh no i don't Mm -hmm. need my drink yeah, I'm not getting into it because it will be here another hour. That was me um, slamming down my drink. So, so yeah, so that isn't the last that we have seen from her, thankfully, because <sighs> I hope she gets another shot at this. I really do. I because they both do. I, it, was, it was really disappointing to me. I gave it two. That's fair. Which, that besides the Finn-Thatcher match, I've never given anything a two on this show. That's fair. I, I don't even want to dictate and joke about point anything. Nah, it's a two. It's a two. It's a straight up two. Yeah. And and that is like my one or my point five. Yeah. <laughs> That's like the lowest That's as I low usually as you can go. That's your limbo. So so we cut to 
<laughs> Sorry, I just saw in my notes where we were. It's right, giggled earlier. So we cut to uh, Tommaso Champa, <laughs> who I love so much. I've loved him for you so long. You adore him. Um, Tommaso Champa and Timothy Thatcher, who has grown on me. And listeners, you know listeners of this show, you can pick your jaws up off the floor now. Well, you know why? Because I know I said I would never like this dude. <laughs> But you put you put anybody with Thatcher or you put anybody with Tommaso and they're gonna win. Well, like they're just gonna get better because he's not wrestling. <laughs> he's not. He hasn't wrestled I think in a that's while. Why it is. Um, so yeah, <laughs> For that's you at least that's fair. That's fair. But his promo game has gotten a lot better, it and has. this is a grand example. So we cut to and they have their you know their basic like we're <laughs> in front of giggling. we're in front of a like a garage door type feel and the camera's like a little bit down from where they are, so yeah, it's yeah. kind of looking up at them a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, you know, Champa is cutting his, you know, great promo. And mm-hmm. then all of a sudden, Thatcher pops up and starts yelling at the camera. And Takes it, the chair. And it honestly, it honestly, it looks like something that wasn't planned because <laughs> Tommaso did not stand up with him until later. He literally kind of jumped to So the camera cut, like, follows Thatcher. And then all of a sudden, you see Champa pop up into the frame. I don't think it was planned. I literally <laughs> think it was a shoot like promo <laughs> and he just went with it and then i mean that's good though he wasn't yelling until thatcher started yelling but that's good though and it was basically uh good hype. for you thatcher i know it was good it, for you I, it was a good note um basically it was promoting their tornado tag match with grizzled young veterans that was Hi. on the following tuesday which oh shoot were, i didn't realize that was this tuesday i'm oh, gonna go watch that you're gonna love it it's a Yay! great it's the main event and it's really great oh fantastic so it, it gets to the end of their promo and they're just staring at the camera and it's silent for about a couple seconds <laughs> and then I can't look at you and then Thatcher so goes boo and then runs <laughs> <laughs> and that's when I fell over it was great I I laughed I laughed super hard and I I am I'm the first one to say when I am wrong and i was wrong about him i was but he's he's, got chops he's got comedy chops and i'm here for i love my comedy wrestling we have toothless timmy and old man champa and that's who we have now and i'm fine with it so we have that and then it moves into our million dollar ladder match with la knight and cameron grimes now for those of you who are not familiar with the million dollar title um the million dollar title um, was created for Ted DiBiase. Ted DiBiase! Exactly. And Ted DiBiase was this great wrestler. Awesome. And is... Like 80s, 90s? Yeah, I, I don't know the exact time yeah. frame, but it was around that time. It was when yeah. Stone Cold was kind of like... Yeah, it was before was Stone say. Cold was super big. Yeah. Because um, he was... I think the last person he was the to last hold person, yeah. it, I think. They mentioned that on the... And so the title kind of went away after that. And they have brought it back for NXT. And LA Knight and Cameron Grimes have been in this, like, I'm richer than you, I'm fancier than you, I'm, I'm you know, I'm better because I have a hot tub full of women and, and champagne so and, you it's know... It's a wannabe... I'm the fastest, strongest, bestest. Oh, it's it's, it's totally a ripoff of EST. Absolutely. Uh-huh. So, so we have, but it's with money. 
Like, because Cameron Grimes, you know, everybody knows about his, you know, GameStop, yeah. you know, actually winning money through, yeah. or not winning, but I, I don't know how, it, I don't know what the term would be, yeah. but he got money stocks. through stocks yeah. when all the GameStop stuff Stonks. was going on. And so they have this match and the buildup to it has actually been really funny. Um, and Ted DiBiase has had little vignettes where he's like outbid Cameron on a house, Ted you know, DiBiase. and he I just, have just to do it every time. yells out to the ether, you know, screams out his name and, you know, very, very campy, very overdramatic, but awesome. it, but it works with his style of wrestling. Just with you know? everything about him. And then you threw LA Knight into this feud and I didn't get it at first. I really didn't. Because, you didn't. Because all I, all you know of LA Knight is him just being a douchebag heel and that's fine that's a fine character it seems to work with the name la it does but <laughs> sorry to me, people from la it didn't make sense for him to be in this feud until this match yeah like it really didn't yeah so i i don't know it just it didn't make sense at first but but now i get it yeah and so we have dibiase who comes out to his theme song and has a clear briefcase yes. with the oh, title in it. Awesome. And the title's beautiful. It's it got, is. you know, it's got three dollar signs and it's rhinestones. Like you know. covered, bedazzled. You can't even tell it's really dollar no. signs. And then, of so course, much. when the light hits, it's like, my AD was like, <laughs> like my ADD was like scrat. I was like, oh my gosh. It's so shiny. <laughs> I was like, I want it. <laughs> and so then you have, I'm you know, everybody comes out and we have this golden ladder. That's at the top of the ramp. Mm-hmm. And then we have normal ladders all the way throughout. And at the very beginning of this match, I'm like, y'all. No, I said that. Me- okay. No. <laughs> <laughs> cool. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> okay. Go ahead. Anyway, it was observed <laughs> that... The ladders, all the black ladders and the, like the normal ones, yeah, were shorter than the other, than the gold ladder. Yes, right. Yes. So, to me, in my mind, I'm like, well, obviously they have to climb the golden ladder. Yeah, that's in my like, mind, right? Got a golden ticket, right? Yeah. But at the same time, they started using all of the other ladders, and I'm like, y'all, it's clear you like, can't reach this. Yeah. Because like, at the end, like. Yeah, Cameron points at it. I want the gold, and points to the gold, the ladder. gold ladder. And I'm like, yeah, yeah no shit, man. Because <laughs> we were o- there ten minutes ago. It's the only one you can use. <laughs> are, am I? Are, are we the only ones that see this? Uh, like, and that's the thing. It's like I love camp, but that one was like so obvious. Where I was like, all right, y'all, look here. God, it was so funny though. <laughs> it was hilarious. I was. Just, I can't fault this match. I can't. No, I loved it. I can't fault this match. I, I love a ladder be, match. I can. Well, I'll get to that later, but I cannot fault this match for the actual moves mm-hmm. and the spots and the actual creative did well with this one as much as I sometimes hate to admit that, mm-hmm. but for ra- later reasons. Mm-hmm. Like it just, it, it was good pace. Like yes. Grimes really didn't get any offense in and, the beginning. And LA Knight really, he stuck with the pace. He kept he did. up. He, he kept did. up. He, he's done, actually, this is probably the best. Mm-hmm. match that i have seen him do oh hands down because hands down. i mean i i hate the character but i'm supposed to <laughs> he's right? really good at being a god i douche. hate it like it's just 
filthy and dripping with like misogynistic like but that's how you're supposed to feel which is the sign of a great character heel like you just it's it's good it's good and i (laughs) i you can see it in my face right now and (laughs) listeners i don't know if you can hear it in my voice but i hate that i'm saying that but there might there's a part of me that wants to do a segment now on our twitter where it's immediate first reaction <laughs> and then pan to day of when we record because <laughs> it's it, I, yeah the 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 difference is striking astounding it really is and i for both of us i mean in different in different ways and aspects but, but i feel like that's that's the joy of wrestling exactly. right you have your immediate reaction to things and then you think about it later and you're like okay now i see what they were doing yeah you know but we have this spot where it was a gross looking neck breaker oh it was oh i remember that you have a ladder that's set up in the corner but it was not set up nope facing like the right the right way Mm -hmm. it was on its side yeah it was tilting a little bit and la does a neck breaker on cameron onto the side of the ladder and i or i don't know i don't think it was missed i think it just was no, it's just the nature of it the spot. The like spot. he, like LA, got more of it than Cameron. Oh my did. gosh, he literally ate it, like all of it. It like, from it the, looked brutal from the tip, excuse me, of his cerebellum all the way down to like his toes. Mm-hmm. He just got wrecked. It was oh, it was brutal. And uh, I know this. I say comments like this all the time. He earned my. He earned some respect from me. He did look, by doing that move. Y- you you've got a thing with people hurting themselves, and that's okay. That we just admit this and we move on. It's fine. I'm the Johnny ti- Gargano, prime example. But I'm, yes, I'm the no, type of Johnny deserves the respect. I'm the type of wrestling fan that likes all the carnage. But and, I mean, yeah. but no, like there's a point where you gotta earn your your keep. Like there's mm-hmm. some things you gotta do. Well, then that's and this the, is this is his time. Exactly, he did it. He did, and. That's like with Cameron. Like, I have... It's like initiation. (laughs) Exactly. I have liked Cameron from the beginning, partially because he is a North Carolina boy, but at the same time... Burlington. The first time I ever saw him do a standing Spanish fly... Oh, my gosh. ...in the middle of the ring, I was like, all right, I'm done. Yeah. That's great. You've you've convinced me. I don't need... You don't need to sell anymore. I'm done. Right? Like, once you do a move like that, then in my eyes, I'm like, okay, fine. You're willing to do... Yeah whatever it takes to win this match and to put on a good match and that's what la did yeah and i apologize to dylan rich (laughs) for saying all of this and i hope you're still my friend after this uh that's all i'll say (laughs) dylan listeners you probably have heard us say our friend dylan does not like la night at all and but it's he i think he can even say like he does it was a great match yeah so cameron has this awesome spot from the scaffolding oh my gosh he climbs up where all the lights are right up there by yeah. phoenix and all that just does a like cross the, body like the, onto the floor the only time and there was no other spot in the entire show after this no other pay-per-view part where anyone went higher than that that's true and i was disappointed about that but yeah. it's also i guess they couldn't copy last year's in your house with eo jumping off the, the roof but at the same time i just was like surprised yeah. I was surprised by that. Yeah. I'm li- glad it was him, though, because he nailed it. Oh, he did. Duh. He's being the... To the moon! The great hillbilly that he is, <laughs> right? I love it. So, fast forward to the finish. We have... And honestly, like, this match was 
super back and forth. Yeah. Like, it was very high energy, fast paced. Like, it really kept, I didn't know who was going to win this. I genuinely put this as my my, my favorite match. You did? I did. Yeah. No, I did. I, and that was baffling to me. Mm-hmm. No, I think it earned it, for I sure. I think the pace was phenomenal. So, you have Cameron, who's at the top of the ladder, yeah. and fi- after he says, I want the gold one. I want the gold. Runs up. Gets the <laughs> like, gets the ladder. Run the little uh, little arm run. I mean, kind of does. does. <laughs> um, does. And then he is climbing over the top and does the whole iconic ladder match. I'ma get it. And I'ma finger get it. fingertips away. That index finger. And then just points. La climbs up the ladder. Up the ladder. Put and they exchange punches <laughs> and then pushes Cameron onto a ladder that was set up earlier and he goes through the ladder la grabs the briefcase he's the million dollar champion and the worst part was is that he like took his time getting up there too being the most utter douche that i thought that's when shelby was going to actually lose her mind and like flip the couch yeah. that we all were sitting on yeah i would have to you really would have. if i if i could have lifted it i would have flipped the couch oh yeah no i mean i hey, was look i was upset about this match i really wasn't yeah. in the moment and because everybody was behind Grimes. We all, like, even, like, there were chants saying, you still suck to, <laughs> to L.A. Knight. So it started out with L.A. sucks at the beginning, and then he did a really cool move. You still suck. And then suck. the crowd goes, you still suck. You still <laughs> suck. <laughs> so they were, I mean. But ap- they're taking after, it. They're, they're taking the characters. They are. And after this match, Cameron's a face now. And it's awesome and it's great i'm excited for the grinch kind of transformation oh it pans out it's great oh for real so, man i gotta watch this episode I, i'm just I'm t- going i'm going straight home after this it's killing it. me that i can't talk about it more <laughs> to be completely honest i'm sorry no you're good um so i gave this match a three yeah um i mean i could I, maybe i could have gone higher i would but, i would almost say 3.5 wouldn't be bad uh, yeah i think I wouldn't say I would I would say 3.5 for me to me it wasn't better than the six-man tag okay so but so we can we can we yeah, can differ we on can that. differ on that one but I, but ultimately agree that it was three yeah start material so we go into um the NXT women's championship match which is Ember Moon versus Raquel Gonzalez and what what did you think about this match? I feel bad because I always remember the sparkly things. Her she, so Ember comes in mm-hmm. and she's got the skull that she always has <sighs> on her hood. But y'all, she's bedazzled it. She went to Michael's and she went on a shopping spree. <laughs> she does that and shit herself. She, I know she, you know she did because I know exactly where she got that on which aisle of Michael's because oh my God. <laughs> your girl knows that I've already got them at my house. Yeah. So yeah, no, I know exactly where she got them. Um, but yeah, I love her entire ensemble the cross across her face that was just the straight Mm -hmm. glitter Mm -hmm. um she's really digging into her character and i love it um i was i was interested in this match i was interested when they announced it like i was like okay i can see this working i can see this being a match that not could, could tend to be number one. I don't know if it would be number one, but it would be up there. I was I was very hopeful for this match. Yeah, because the the stipulation behind it was yeah. Raquel injured uh, Shotzi. Exactly, it was Ember's and partner. And Shotzi's my girl. And love me some Shotzi. That was the motivation for yeah. this match. It made sense. There was yeah. story behind it. Genuinely, as wrestlers, mm-hmm. I could see them going against each other. I could mm-hmm. see that working. I could see Ember's, you know, eclipse. Oh my gosh, that eclipse. 
Mm-hmm. And we'll talk about that later. Yeah. I mean, to me, it started out a little wonky. A little, but they picked um, it up. They did. And to me, that was a little bit odd for both of them. I don't know if it was just nerves or, or what, but mm-hmm. it both, like, they both just really, like, every every spot in the beginning was just a little off to me. Um, but it got better. I'm like, trying to, as I'm trying to remember fully everything. Yeah, so. I mean, there there were a couple of spots at the very, very beginning of the match that were just kind of like, oh, you yeah. can kind of tell it was like, you know. You think the, it might have been a height difference thing? Yeah, because Raquel's almost six feet, and yeah. then Ember's like my height, which is like 5'3". Yeah. So I'm sure that that does t- uh, play, yeah. you know, a role. But, I mean, Raquel, she's been improving not just in her strength, but like in her moves, like yes. in her moveset. So she pulled yes. out something that I'd never seen her do before, where she um, does a, a thing where she does a slam, but with a twist. So, like, she has Ember in the corner, and she goes up to, like, lift herself up and then twist in midair and lands, like, back first on her instead of front first. Yeah. Which I'd never seen her do it before. So, she's pulling out new things, which means that she is... She's working. Working, which I feel like a champion should do. Exactly. Right? Like, you shouldn't get stagnant. You shouldn't... You're always striving to learn more. Yeah. I mean, that's like that, I feel like, with everything, right? Like, even if you are at the top of where you should be, like, you should always still be, like, doing new moves and figuring new stuff out. Exactly. I mean, and I actually really love Dakota on the outside. At first, it was annoying, but I think she's gotten better at it because she doesn't... She doesn't bother me as much as she did. She bothered me. She bothered me at that match. Yeah? Why? Because that was a really freaking good eclipse, and she just got <laughs> pooped on. So it bothered you for the right reason? Yes. Yeah. I also feel like she can do way more. Well, I think... Without what, Raquel. What they're doing is the long haul for them. Yeah, it's a long because haul. Because what they're doing is eventually it's gonna It's, it's gonna, gonna play happen. out to where Dakota is gonna betray her. Oh, yeah. Because that's how it's gonna work, because now Raquel is more of the face than Dakota. Oh, yeah. I think. Yeah. So, even though they're both heels, like, yeah. Dakota is the more, like, hee out of the two of them, right? <laughs> That's what I think of when I think of a heel. <laughs> um, But, I mean, she... Ember hits that awesome eclipse. Oh my gosh. And that's what they said. Picture perfect. And that's what they said. If she hits the eclipse, she's done. That's what they said. They've been saying that the whole match. That's like all in the, you know, pre-video clips that they kept showing. And that's good commentary too, because they keep that continuity going. And Mackenzie commented on it as well. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, it was good. And so she hits the eclipse. Boom. Two count. And then you just see Dakota run into frame, pop Raquel's foot on the rope, and then run away. Like, it was so it fast. Was so it fast. really did take me a minute. And then I was like, no! And that's why I like her. Ugh. And that's why I like her. Because it she pops in when it's necessary for her to be a distraction. Yeah, true. True. I'll, you give, know? I'll give you that. As and she's not the, like, like on the outside she yes she used to be she did but she's and I'm toned it down she, yeah that's and fair. it's more palatable for me that's now. fair no i'll take that i'll yeah. take that because and i kind of was gonna uh, roll my eyes and be like chicanery yes but but it's, we love and hate chicanery at the same time chicanery for our people is good mm-hmm. chicanery for not our people is not okay we that's don't like the difference that. between shenanigans and and chicanery chicanery. (laughs) (laughs) love it so but 
it ended up with your girl coming back. Shotzi! So Shotzi runs out, and this was honestly my favorite part of the entire yeah. match. Because what happens is... Dakota's face. We have Dakota ah. facing the camera, and Shotzi just runs out from the back, and doesn't even turn her around, just touches her on the shoulder, and Dakota books it. Dakota's like, doesn't shit, even shit, shit. Doesn't even see who's behind her. Nope, she's gone. Which I'm like, respect. Truth. Because if someone touched me, bye. If I am standing by myself and someone comes up behind me and touches me, I'm Deuces. gone. Like, Deuces. fight or flight, right? <laughs> like, I just, I just, I would just go. So and that, I get it. Especially after doing something like that, bye. <laughs> right, like, it was right after <laughs> she had done the chicanery. So, like, yeah. obviously, like, bye. yeah. So they run around the ring and then they fight um, up on the ramp and Shotzi throws Dakota into the plants that yes, are outside of the house, right there. which is the first time in the entire takeover that we have used the house set. That is was true. for this match, which I was also that... a little bit strange to me. Oh, I was going to took... say, I thought it was the only one, but no, there's one other no, spot. It took the semi main for them to even like get close to That's the house. Crazy. Yeah. It's right there. Which I, Dakota actually did make a funny like uh, comment about it on Instagram where she was like, I'm a plant mom and it really hurts my heart that she threw me into the plants. <laughs> Good stuff. Because Shotzi like, Good stuff. Uh, makes, also makes a comment like, huh, some plant mom. You know, and like posts the picture of her in the plant woof, bed. Woof, 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 woof. So they, you know, she picks her up and they fight out, out into backstage, which was the garage. Right. Yeah. Oh, except um, for that one part where we were both at the same time. So, in theater, you walk with purpose. This is something that you do. Everyone who knows theater understands what we're talking about. When you exit the stage, there are some parts of the theater where people will still see you. It's, so you exit all the way until you literally hit the wall with purpose. It's called sight lines. It's sight lines. Mm -hmm. Sight lines will see you. If you can see them, they will see you. <laughs> walk off with purpose they literally stopped. Shotzi and Dakota did it. And I was like, what the shit? Like, the camera can move. It was one of those, um, oh, God, what was it? The, the gobbledygooker? <laughs> Do you guys remember that? At, yeah. At one of the pre-shows, the gobbledygooker came out. And the person who was in the costume, like, the camera, and I'm, I'm sure... David, this has something to do with the camera, like camera crews and the and the cuts and everything. But like they had the camera on them and they legit were running and fighting and then just broke character and then just walked off. That's ex oh, that's exactly what happened, it is what happened with Dakota and Shotzi. And it's like, bad cue timing. That's uh, all it is. Is yeah. somebody in the booth should have been saying cut to camera, whatever, mm -hmm. okay. a lot earlier. Because I'm sure that when it comes to this sort of cinematic cinematic I mean, let's you go ahead and wrong. call it that yeah, yeah. Ooh, they only that. they only choreographed so much mm -hmm. and then once they hit the end it's like okay back up hands up we're good and mm -hmm. they just didn't cut away fast enough yeah i mean that's exactly what happened because they just they were fighting and brawling and then legit i think i can't remember who, which one it was but one of them legit turns around and walks dakota yeah, like she's in she the middle of punching Shotzi like, in the face and then just completely drops character and walks down the stairs and, and goes. And I was like, what? <laughs> it was it was it was really funny. Yeah, it was really funny. Um, but so they leave um, and then uh, the finish goes to Raquel stopping an eclipse. 
She catches her. Ugh, stupid. Catches her in midair, counters into that awesome powerbomb, which I wrote it down, and I'm scared to say it because I'm scared I'm going to pronounce it wrong. Uh Um, Chigona. Okay. um, Apparently, it means badass woman. Hell yeah. And that is her, the name of her powerbomb now. I like that. I do too. Um, I like that she's going into her... Her, like, actual heritage. Yeah. And just going with that. I think it's Jagona. I think it's what it is. Okay. Um, but, so into the Jagona powerbomb, one, two, three, she retains. Now, I was, I didn't think Ember was going to win. I did. I'm be completely I honest. I really wanted her to. It's not time for Raquel to, to lose the I belt. Know. It's just too soon. I know. It's too soon for her to do it, and I would have loved it if it was Ember, because we all love her, but I don't, I don't think, she'll have another shot. At a title. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's going to be with Raquel, but no, I think but she'll have another shot at it. She at better some get point. it soon. So, I mean, kind of clunky in the beginning, but, but I think overall it, back it was good. So I gave it a three. That's valid. Three. Um, yep. It was pretty solid. Um, we do have a Dexter Loomis segment <laughs> where it was literally just the, the host, Todd Pettengill, and him playing like Rock'em Sock'em Robots. It's like that, but, like, it was with, like, Animorphs or something. I can't remember what those things were called, I, I but just, I know exactly what yeah. they are, and my brain just can't. To me, all I see is the Rock'em Sock'em robots. It's that. The but, blue and the, and the yeah. red. So they're playing that, and then he just makes an offhanded comment of, like, so how are the ladies treating you these days? And he just stares. <laughs> and then he grabs uh, Tom's little action figure and starts squeezing. He goes, okay, okay, you win. You win. You win. And then he backs away. And he lets it go. And Dexter just it, I want them to go and get together. It's again. It's the long game. That sucks. <laughs> <laughs> See, we they're say, really good at it here in NXT, and I'm not used to it. We say we like the long game, we and don't. yet we you're don't. like, no, I want it now. Like, <laughs> but it, it's. I think it's cute. There, I think there are some corners of the internet that don't necessarily like this backstage romance thing but i think i mean (laughs) it's fun it's fun you can't again you can't always have serious hardcore wrestling no you know you gotta have something silly to break it up every once in a while (laughs) just remembering when he was carrying her off and she's just like pretending to be asleep and then she wakes up she's like ding does the whole (laughs) the whole like tongue out wink like got him (laughs) it's so cute i love it i eventually it's gonna it's gonna happen and then hopefully they will do better than the buddy murphy buddy murphy uh, oh i'm blanking on no it's ray's daughter ray's mysterio's daughter whatever it doesn't matter because it didn't work no they dropped it and forget like it ever happened um so we move into our main event which is our it's the nxt uh, championship match, the Fatal Five Way, with Johnny Gargano, Kyle O'Reilly, Pete Dunne, Adam Cole, and our champion Karrion Cross. So, this is where it's gonna get real for us. This y'all. is where I don't know if we're gonna be divided on this or not. I. It sounds like you you have made some other thoughts to this, but we'll see. But I have also made some other thoughts on this as well. Mm-hmm. But I don't think it's the way you think it's going to be. So, and and I love when we have differing it's opinions. It's fun. I think this it's fun. This is the first time. I really did think at first after that 
pay-per-view on Sunday, I was scared we were, like, going to fight. <laughs> Honestly, I mean, <laughs> listeners, we weren't really going to fight. No, like, but... It, but we had such differing opinions, yeah. like, first opinions on this match. I did not like this match. She did not at and, all. And I was, I was ecstatic about this match. So, but I... I'm just going to say it. I'm such a huge Adam Cole fan. Yes. That I... Diehard Mark. I am terrified that if they don't give him something, he's going to go to Raw or SmackDown. I don't think that I'm scared. I'm scared. How long has he been here? That doesn't matter. Yeah. To some people, it doesn't matter. To him, it does, though. I I hope so. Yeah. I hope so. But, I mean, if you dangle enough money in front of people sometimes... I don't know. You Brit, know. Br- his girlfriend just got the title at AEW. They got enough money. I don't know about that, but I, <laughs> I'm just I'm just saying it. I don't know how much she makes. I, do, I don't either. We can't speculate. That's that. true. Um, but I'm I'm just that is I, always I can in understand the back of that my fear. mind. I can understand that. They're already taking Finn away. It's a, it's confirmed. I mean, I it's not confirmed confirmed, but he. He, he hasn't been seen oh, on TV or anywhere. I can't, dude. I and can't. Raw has been saying that they want him for months. And Triple H has been like, dude, he's in the middle of a storyline. Chill out. Like, we need to get through this first. You can't. He's our champion. You can't just pluck him out. <sighs> so they gave Cross the title. Stupid. He And he lost it again. He lost against him for the second time. Second time. And I'm like, if he loses the second time, he's gone. Yeah. Because Raw is so desperate for, for ratings anything. that they need something so <sighs> he's and that's what i mean he has said that he wants another shot at a main roster that run. makes no sense it doesn't to it me either it makes no sense but that's, he got shot on so many times like why i don't know oh. but so they already took one of my wrestling husbands away and I don't want them to take the other one. So <laughs> I'm def- I, am, I'm so f- I am. I am defensive. And I'm like that with a lot of things. You know that about me. So I do. I I am just scared that if he doesn't have something like a title or a really good run or a really good story, that he's going to go. And I know that might not be the case. He may be one of those lifers, but I'm. he's so good. Yeah. Like, he, he really is. So yeah. I'm... That's why I think I was initially mad about this match because yeah. I was like, if he wins, he has the title and he can't go. Yeah. So I went back and I watched it and I think my, some of my opinions have changed. Not yeah. all of them, I but agree. I think some of I them. I agree with that statement as well. So I was like, I want to get that off my chest. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have faith. <laughs> I don't think he's going anywhere, but I can understand why you feel that way. Yeah. And I can see that. I totally see that. I'm glad we're talking this out. Yes. Good therapy session, guys. It's fine. But I... Our abandoned ministries are coming out now. I am so happy that we have... Adam Cole has the boom and the baby back. Oh, that was so sweet. It was, it was so sweet. So satisfying. So he boom. he comes out, everybody says boom. Everybody says Adam Cole baby. Baby. And the crowd's back and they say it with him. It was awesome. And I'm like, tear. Yeah, rolling down my face, <laughs> but Cross does have the best entrance. You can't deny it. It's just the I mean, best entrance on the planet. If you haven't seen it, you just look it up. Gosh, because it is across all brands. All brands. It is the best entrance by far, and truly, yeah. I mean, but so here, I would even put it above Robert Roode's the glorious. Even before mm-hmm. that, like, is better. 
It's theatrical. It's, it's interactive. It's like scary. It's, it's fun. It's good camera work too. So, this is where this is my main issue. Mm-hmm. To me, this should have been a fatal four way. Yes. For a number one contendership shot. I agree. We should have had Cross on the outside watching the match the whole time. Absolutely. And it should have been the, a fatal four-way. This, and this is, okay, I'm glad we're seeing this because mm-hmm. creative, and I th- this is where I discovered it. This was creative's way of trying to put a puzzle together that didn't fit. Mm-hmm. And not because it couldn't, but just because they chose to not finish it. It's like you have... And that's what pissed me off about this. Because we've seen Cross. We've seen Cross with freaking Finn. Mm-hmm. We've seen it twice. I've seen him wrestle God knows how many people. Mm-hmm. He can hold his own. He doesn't have to go off the side and go take a breather five minutes and come back. Mm-hmm. That's creative's choice. And that's yeah. what I decided. I was like, that's what, it, this is creative choice. Trying to fit more than they can. They're trying to eat more than what's available on their plate. It's like when you are at the end of your puzzle. Yes. Right? Yes. And you have one piece, but you've kept your puzzle in the attic where it's been really hot and the piece has warped and you're trying to fit it into the into the puzzle. I'm and here. You want, this is just very oddly specific. And you want it to fit, right? You yeah. want it so hard to fit, but it just won't because yes. it's warped on the edges and it's like fitting a... Was it a round oh. hole in a square peg? Or yeah, yeah. Square peg in a round hole, something yeah, like that. that thing. It, it won't fit. It yeah. just won't fit. I, too, love metaphors. <laughs> <laughs> Yay, David Commentary! I was really proud of that, that one. That was though. a good one. That was a good one. Thank you. <laughs> so, it just... Yes. It, it didn't... It felt weird to me, because the action picked up when Cross was out of the ring. And what would happen is they would all have a go at him. And he would be this, like, like big monster dude, right? That, like, I'm going to clothesline you. And then I'm going to clothesline you. And you're going to be like, oh, I'm incapacitated. Like, I can't see straight, right? But then you get hit once and you roll out of the ring. And then for the next 10 minutes, everybody goes to town. And that's the thing that was pissing me off. And it wasn't Mm -hmm. because... Cross was unable because Cross and I know because I'm going to not call you up, but just I know this was a fear of yours. Mm -hmm. He is not Brock Lesnar. His character is chosen. He he's very into his character. He's into his choices. He's into his entrance. He cares about what he's doing. And I can see that in here. And he can wrestle seven million times better. So I'm I was frustrated that all his moves were just the suplexes and all of that because and i could see why you said that at the time being like so listeners when we were listening when we were watching it i did make the brock lesnar comment she did i she said did. okay so are we gonna be we're gonna pull a brock lesnar we're gonna suplex everybody and leave and then i was like <laughs> wait 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 this is not him this is not him i was starting to get angry that's you why were, i said that she was getting grumpy she was getting but very angry. we had so i have been obsessed lately and listeners if i'm sure hardcore wrestling fans already know about this I've been obsessed with PWG right now. You you are. And you are. I, it felt when it was the four of them in the ring, it felt like I was watching PWG. It felt like I was watching ballet. Like the sequences. I have yet were to watch just, PWG, so. Listeners, if you haven't, and Gina, yeah. if you haven't, like you need to. Yeah. Like it is so fun to watch. It's fast paced. It is like, like ballet. 
That's what it looks like. It looks like wrestling ballet. It's just all intertwined with one another. And that's what it reminded me of. And I was having fun when I was watching that. Yeah. And then we had Cross come in and it was just felt like a dead stop. And the thing that I just think that's been bothering me and what's been on my mind the most is that this match set up the perfect spot where Cross could be in the middle and they could do the ping pong. Everyone in the corner, mm-hmm. they all just go bang, 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 bang. And they just keep going at him. And then he does the roar and he does like the shake off of it. Like there were so many other moments. Like the Keith Lee. To, literally. Yeah. You could have literally recycled it and we would have been happier. Yeah, with we would have bought it. We would be like, yes, this makes sense. So that's why I'm like frustrated that creative like just sat there and was like, hmm, similarities. Yeah. So, well, ignore it. Well, what? What I was thinking when I went back and watched it a second time, I felt like, and this goes back to the Bronson comment that I made earlier about stamina. Yes. You have four of the best wrestlers on that roster. Yeah. And arguably in that brand. Honestly, truthfully, that's a a true statement. Yes. And they they have the cardio and the stamina to go... For I said that. 60, 30 minute matches, 60 minute matches, Iron Man matches, like they've done all of it. I don't think Cross has that conditioning. Yet. No, and let's see, I said that verbatim to Dylan yesterday at lunch because mm-hmm. he saved my day and took me to AAA. Yes. And then we had lunch later. But we were, I was saying that exactly to him. I was like, Cross is a heavy lifter while everyone else is like, you know, the 5k and he's you know doing the sprint running Mm -hmm. he he they're trained to do different things but that doesn't mean you need to keep them separate you can still do events and things together you just need to work better with the choreography for it and for the for the way it worked out yes looking back it was almost like two different matches when cross was in there Mm -hmm. and then when the four other you know Speeds a lot. We're in there. <laughs> and I want to go ahead on the record because I thought about it and I was thinking about it. I was very annoyed, listeners, when the only move that Kyle O'Reilly did in this match was kicking. <laughs> but I went back and I thought about it and I was like, I know he's trying. I know he's trying to find his footing. I know he's trying. He's but the jujitsu guy. That's his thing. And I get it you just need to vary up the legs my dude just just (laughs) it can't always be your right foot kicking every time i just i just want to if you're listening love you you're 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 getting there but just kick with the other foot occasionally occasionally (laughs) and i mean we had a lot of spots that were so great oh phenomenal i mean we had the spot with you know uh johnny and Pete throwing carrion through the door. Pete. We had, you know, we had uh, um, Adam and Kyle putting cross. I'm not going to say through the announce table because it didn't no, break, but but power two. power bombing him onto the announce table. Absolutely. So we had a lot of great spots. So basically, that's what they would do is they would throw him somewhere yeah, and then go and then wrestle for ten minutes yeah. and then he would pop back up. And I mean, that's what I even said in the beginning because when the match started. All four of the guys just went at for each other. Yeah. And Cross stood there and went, I'm going to watch this. Mm-hmm. All he had to do was go and sit with the announcers and that made the match. I would have loved that. That would have been freaking great. Mm-hmm. 
Because it would have... listening, Hunter? Love you. It Listen. would have established him more as a heel. Exactly. Which, not going to get into it too much. Yes. But the next episode, I was more impressed because ah. the character does develop a little bit with him. Ooh, so fun. Yay. I, I, am, I am happy with it now. I All wasn't right, happy. Home to do that. I wasn't happy with him at uh-uh. the end of this match, but I'm happy with him now, if that yes. makes sense. Okay. I like um, that. I like that. So, I mean, even though we just shat on it for a bit, Overall, I really loved it. Yes, because it was it's, it was fun and it was really good. Pete Dunn really impressed. Pete Dunn, Dune, Pete Dune, yes, did phenomenal. I actually turned to you and I was like, I was really impressed with him. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't it wasn't just the ripping the Fendi the Fendies, the fingies and the Dendies, which is his thing. Fendi is a bag. <laughs> Fendi is a no. That's another brand, but um. Yeah, he he really did. And there was one move. I can't remember what it was, but he was near the announce table for a while there after the move. Mm -hmm. But somebody just wrecked him. And he took that and the cell was really good. I remember that in the back of my mind being like, dang, that was a really good cell that he just Yeah, like everybody, everybody stepped up and everybody did a great job with it. I just wish the finish to me felt a little lackluster with such an eventful match. Because the finish... This is is where we're going to, yeah. Yeah, so the finish... Was Kyle has Adam in a heel lock, yeah. which is his his new thing yeah. now. And it's he, a good lock. Heel lock submission. But Cross comes up behind Kyle and he puts the, him in a headlock. Yeah, he did the poo- peekaboo up above him. Yes. Um, and then Kyle is really doing some great selling with this headlock yes. joke. Um, I mean, f- eyes he started, bulging out rolling in the back of his head he started like foaming a little bit he in the did corner. and then adam i mean adam is actually on the verge of tapping yes from this heel lock which i'm like okay this is this is exciting yes like is kyle gonna pass out or is adam gonna tap yes. like how is this how is this all gonna work because if adam taps then like kyle wins yeah and kyle's champion yes <laughs> right so but it doesn't go that way and kyle starts to fade lets adam go adam Mm -hmm. rolls out of the ring kyle passes out yes matches over yes to me it was anticlimactic because you had such great pace throughout minus the cross coming in and kind of stopping stuff you had such great pace and then you something like a choke out to Mm -hmm. the point of passing out I don't ever like that because to me, it seems so like dead stuff with the energy and it just takes all the air out to me. Yeah. I would much rather have it be a tap out Mm -hmm. submission rather than a pass out one. And I get why you say that based on this match note though, that's impossible because every single one of these men or men in this ring are stubborn, are stubborn and have the tenacity to do it. Mm Mm-hmm. Which is where I'm coming back with the statement about Cross being the heavy lifter, Mm -hmm. being the sprint man. He can sit there and choke someone out. Mm -hmm. And these guys, like, they have the lung capacity to last a long time, which is why it's more lackluster. Right. I think that's what it is. If Adam Cole had not rolled out and just fell over, stayed in the spot, Cross stayed and choked him out right there, it would have been a whole different thing. Yeah, 
That's true, because you wouldn't have had Kyle exactly. in the center of the ring by himself. But it still conveys his character. I like Cross choking someone out because it gives the the heel aspect. He's literally not just doing it for the tap out, you know, mm-hmm. like everyone, all the villains and all the heels do the tap out where they're like, ha ha. And then they hold on for a little bit longer. Oh, look at this. I'm choking. Yeah. But I like the fact that he's like, no, no, like you're not going to move when I'm done with you. Yeah. No. And, and I get that. I get that. And point I get too. it. But I think that that's a good compromise. If we had that match where Adam just like laid there for a bit and mm-hmm. didn't move, didn't roll out. And then you could have just seen Kyle, like, just give up, and then that would have been it. Yeah. I feel like that would have been a happy medium. hmm Because you're right. That was exciting to see that, like, oh, shit, like, who's it going to be? hmm But... I guess, like, for me, like, he has a finisher where he hits someone in the back of the head, and that's what knocks them out. That's true. So and we him, haven't seen that in a while. We saw it with Finn. Yeah. That's how he won against Finn, and that's how he won the title. And it was brutal. I would have preferred that over the I can see out. that. I, I'll take that. I can take so that. So if he came up oh, behind... Yeah, and then he just, boom. And mm-hmm. that would have been it. Mm-hmm. And then Adam just lay there. I can see that. I can see both. I like both. I'm interested to see what it would have looked like like with that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I can I can understand that. I understand that. Yeah. So, I mean, all shit talking aside yes. from it, I gave it a four. Yeah, a valid four. To me, it was still one of the best matches of the night. I think it yeah. rivaled the first match that we saw with the mm-hmm. six-man tag. I mean, it was it was interesting because usually yes. when we have something like that, Cross retains, Scarlet comes up, they do the pose with the fall and pray. You yes. know, we have all that. And then and usually... Scarlet not, not chicanering either. Oh, we just, didn't even see her. No. So she comes out, you think, okay, great, this is the end. <gasps> no. It, it's not the end. It doesn't fade to black. It doesn't have the trademark symbol that comes up at the bottom of the screen. Nope. It cuts to Mackenzie Mitchell with William Regal in the back. All hail. All hail our king, William (laughs) Regal. (laughs) Mackenzie finds him in the back, and you can tell that he's been crying. He's upset, y'all. For the past few weeks. I mean, almost at this point, almost two months. It's like been constant, like, fights fights, in the back. like, Like, just tear each other's throats out kind of like fights like security holding everybody back william and william regal in the middle just like trying to play mediator and yeah so it's been this has been going on for a while and he comes out of his office he looks exhausted you can tell he's been crying in his office and he says i've been gm of nxt for seven years and i've never seen this much bedlam and i think it's time for a change so of course, at that point, turns like, and he walks, blackout, no music, no nothing, and we were all just and like, "This is when we are all in a puddle," no! because it sets it up, and you're like, "No, don't there's you no dare. way that you're going to take our 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 regal literally from us. our our means of rating, <laughs> what we do, no." So we were very upset at the end yeah, of that show. It was at but, that takeover. And this is, I'm not going to talk a lot about the I following do, show, I, but you do know about this. I do this. know this. So, Samoa Joe is now in NXT. Yay! Which Muppet Arms! I was very excited when I heard this news. I was kind of sad, 
that it wasn't more of a surprise because everyone and their mom has been talking about this. Yeah, like I and understand, it's like been all over the internet, dropping a few breadcrumbs, but like they just dropped whole loaves out there, y'all. They did. Like, it was basically like, all right, even talk- I saw it. All right, <laughs> but basically, what happened was Joe got let go Ooh. A, a couple weeks ago. And apparently what happened, what had happened was was Triple H said, nah, bitch, he's mine. (laughs) Plucks him back, immediately goes into negotiations (laughs) of a contract with him. Because, like, duh. Immediately. Because, duh. And apparently he tried to do this with a couple of other people that were released, but they didn't get approved. Joe was the only one that got approved. Approved by who? Who would approve it? Who do you think approves it? Who owns the company? Oh, Lord. <laughs> Stupid man. So, so, Stupid man. Anyway, Samoa Joe comes out on the episode of, ta- of NXT after, the ta- after this takeover. And he is talking. And, you know, Cro- Cross is, you know, out. And he is being be very heelish. Very, very heelish. It's actually very, very fun to watch. And Good I was like, for him. okay, that might have been the reason why I changed my mind a little bit after I watched good. it. Good. Okay, um, good. So he comes out and basically he is going to be an enforcer. Is he like a bouncer? Pretty much. Hell yeah. I so, love it. I was very stoked of you. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I won't set it up anymore no, no, and no, no, guys no. go watch it. It's actually a really great episode. Um but so we aren't going to let him go just yet being regal. Good. So you better not. Um but I thought it was a very interesting also kind of weird way to end a takeover. Mm-hmm. Um but it's set up what was going to happen the following week. Which is so, good. That's a good cliffhanger. I felt like it was an interesting take on it. Yeah. But this takeover had been a little bit weird anyway. Yeah. Right? Overall. So, I mean, I gave the whole takeover overall a three. Um, Which, that was my average. I averaged everything oh, together the and math. that came out to a three. Okay. Did but, that include the first match that wasn't technically? No, but I gave it a three. So it wouldn't really change anything. I know math. (laughs) So, I mean, overall, honestly, it's not the best takeover of the year at all. It was good. But it was still entertaining and it's NXT and we're going to love it. Absolutely. You know, so I'm not going to sit here and say that it was terrible like some people are saying. It really wasn't terrible. No. Um, It's just hard to compare with last year's, especially when a lot of people have been. A lot of people have been. Yeah. And and I I can understand it, but in a sense, it's also not fair. It's not. Because we're we're moving out of the COVID era, thankfully. Yes. And And there's a lot of things that you can't do when fans are back in the arena. Exactly. And they had a full capacity crowd of over 300 people. It was awesome. It was great. But there's certain things that you just can't do that they did at the last one. You know, so... You want to move into our segments? Absolutely. So, do you want to start with Ignorant Slut or EST? Let's go ahead with Ignorant. Because okay. i got to think about... So, you go first. You're going to be upset. And we didn't get to talk about this when we talked about the five-way match. But, I have to say Johnny Gargano. <gasps> and I hate... Why? I'm, there was a spot... In the five-way match that just stuck with my mind. I know which one you're talking about. And it's hard because Johnny doesn't mess up. But when he does... 
It's big. It's a big one. Yeah. It's a big one. Are you talking about the flip off of the I stairs? Am, I yeah. am. So there was a move. He did a, it was a three segment part of this move. He starts on the announcer table and he jumps off onto the stairs. That was one. The second part of that move was that he was going to do a front flip onto cross bounce off and then like keep going that was going to be his move yeah he jumps and he you know the cat that jumps <laughs> off sail and yeah. it just falls mm-hmm. he did that and i hated it because but he caught himself and i give him extreme crop like props for that because yeah. he the next part he literally jumped to the next part and he was fine yeah. and he, he kept going but it's just and but in that match overall, we didn't even talk about Johnny. We didn't. And that's what upset me. Yeah. And I know that's not a him thing. I talked more about Dune than I talked about Johnny. You did. And it's kind of sad, isn't it? Well, it's because it's, it's Johnny it's, Takeover. It is, and it's a fatal. It's a fatal five way. Someone's got to get lost. And he got lost. Yeah. And that's the ignorant slut. Not Aww, because of him, yeah. but just because of the unfortunate of unfortunate circumstance that he had to be the one lost. Oh, I get it. Yeah. Yeah. It's more of a sad ignorant slut. This one. <laughs> it's more of a. Oh man. It's not a. It's not a you it's fucked up a, royally. It's, how dare? It's more of like a man. This is sad. Yeah. Like oh. Well, I mean. You always got to learn. You yeah. got to grow, right? You got to live and learn, die and forget it. So as usual, I have an honorable mention. Ah, you do. You always um, do. So my honorable mention is the security team that Regal hired because <laughs> they freaking suck. They like yeah. That's... Look, Regal, if you're listening, that would have saved you a lot of time. Like, Joe is awesome. Don't get me wrong. Just hire new people. I mean, they're you the worst. Would, you wouldn't have cried, man. You would have been okay. They're literally the worst. Like, they're so bad at their jobs. <laughs> like, somebody was, somebody put their hand on their chest, and I think it was, like, someone huge. I can't remember who it was. It was Bronson. When Bronson and all them were fighting mm-hmm. in the back, and he literally had his hand on his chest, and that was it. And you're like, really? Dude, it's Bronson. Again, 330 pounds. <laughs> Like, oh my gosh! Anyway, so that's that's my honorable that's, mention. That's a valid honorable Higher, mention. Higher, better security. Absolutely. Um, my actual ignorant slut is Mercedes. Oh man! I just it really yeah. bothered me that she she made that match drag on, and she just her and Zaya just didn't it mesh didn't flow. at all, and didn't flow, and just even from the smallest like getting thrown back into the ring and not working well even with that you yeah. know like it just she was the weakest link in can, this takeover for I can, me i can see that and it just it just didn't you work. are the weakest link goodbye <laughs> <laughs> so who is your est honorable mention is um scarlet's outfit as per always just second not, second not- not um, scarlet no 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 just her outfit outfit <laughs> second honorable mention is the dip i made no i'm joking i'm so joking oh my god <laughs> i'm joking i made this awesome dip guys but no she's really proud of i it, am y'all. really proud of it <laughs> but no that's not it so i don't i don't like i'm glad i picked cross to be the winner like i had but it wasn't like i can't give him the st no just because he won doesn't mean that he's no automatically that do you want me to say mine and i'll yeah yeah yeah, yeah. let me think a little bit more so mine is hands down uh the team of bronson and msk yep okay because that was like what i was thinking but they i did not expect them to work that well together yeah because they are so different in style but it was so entertaining to watch mm-hmm. and they made 
that match great with Legato. And yeah. it was what like one of my favorite matches of the whole night like yeah i would say probably my favorite match of the whole night you know so. what then i know i know okay mine's cameron okay cameron is able to put over anybody yeah and cameron was able to put over the heeliest heel of douche kingdom douche <laughs> in that, all of the world and that's hard that is that hard. is hard yeah i give him that credit yeah cameron grimes to the moon is my est so i mean again overall not great, but not bad. It was good. Yeah. You know, so David, what's going on with Long Walk Podcast right now? Uh, well, we just last week finished our discussion of the Kevin Smith uh, filmography, The View Askew Universe, mm-hmm. and uh, I'm kind of thankful to be done with that. <laughs> yeah, just from, yeah. I've been listening to those, and just from the vibe that I've been getting from you guys, it's like, we're doing this, but I don't know if we really should be. Like, yeah. At the beginning of the year, I was very excited to be tackling uh, all these films, and then the longer we went on, the more I realized that they have not aged well. Yeah. And I, I could see that. Yeah. And uh, my sense of humor has changed a lot. Mm. So <laughs> now that the View Us Universe is done, um, starting in July, we're going to be talking about the selected filmography of Christopher Nolan. Ooh, totally different. Yeah. That was the. Katie actually gave me this idea at the end of last year when we were wrapping up our Quentin Tarantino discussion because I was like, oh man, do I. Do I keep going with these director-themed discussion episodes, or yes. do we go back to our random, you know, every week a different topic kind of thing? And she said, you know what you should do is two wildly different directors. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, all right, here no, we go. No, I think that's a great idea. No, that's very Because cool. it's, I mean, two totally different tones, different points of views, and mm-hmm. maybe you'll find something else out about yourself yeah maybe you know, I will. like you did with the views universe it'll be very introspective <laughs> yeah. i would love to to hear that and yeah to talk about it i i, I like she, nolan. you love christopher nolan i, I do yeah i yeah. do enjoy that so and uh it's gonna be interesting to watch some of his films like with the closed captioning on so i can Ooh, understand what people are saying it's true it's true though oh, too. Yeah. so that and way it, you don't have to like blow your ears out yeah. from like turning it up because it'll yeah. be like super low in volume and then wah, wah, explosion wah. or very loud sound effect <laughs> yeah uh but other than that we've got hell in a cell coming up this sunday oh, yeah. so we'll have a new episode of this is a work with david two dogs hayes and chris the fashion plate barnes next week yeah. and we keep threatening at some point katie and i are going to sit <laughs> down and uh, record some more episodes of long walk teeny talk i, I talks. wish you would go forward on that threat because i love I me some teeny talks i know we I do, do too teeny yeah. talks our schedules are just weird no i get it but otherwise that's it for uh, what's going on right now also uh listeners uh, uh my uh collaboration with old town theater company on uh, the film robin hood is still streaming online so you can uh, search for old town theater company and rock hill and visit their website and see that it was a joint uh production between long walk productions and old town theater company it's about 45 minutes long i think it's a lot of fun Fantastic. Nice. Uh, so i'm very proud of that and uh, there's also a contest going on with that film Ooh. that uh, if you're a rock hill resident you might uh, have a chance at winning some gift certificates Aww. so oh, that's awesome be sure to check that out cool well gina if anybody wants to follow you on all the socials where can they find you at i am on insta that's about as much as i really get on other than facebook but mm-hmm. insta is at broadway underscore baby 1218 and i am very close to thinking i'm gonna get an instagram just for 
the podcast. I was going to talk to you about that. Uh, yeah, I, I think, think that's a great idea. Because I, I do Instagram and that's what I do and I can take, I do things like that. So yeah. I might I might be setting one up. I'll keep you in the loop, listeners. Gasp. I love that. We'll talk to our um, our social media consultant. Our social media manager. <laughs> yes. Who runs our Twitter, which if you want to follow us on Twitter, whoop, whoop. you can follow us at this underscore pod. Um, and if you want to follow me on Instagram, you can follow me at slay all Ray, all one word. And David, where do they, where can they follow you? Well, if you'd like to follow me online, you can do that on Instagram at DB Hensley. If you want to keep up with the Long Walk Productions, you can visit us online at longwalk.us or search for Long Walk Productions and Long Walk Podcasts on Facebook. To see more of our original work and hear past episodes that are no longer streaming, you can follow the YouTube links in the show notes. And as always, thank you for listening. And if you enjoy the show or any of the shows on the Long Walk Podcast Network, Please make sure to leave us a rating and a review on whatever platform you are listening on. All right. And thank you so much, y'all, for listening. And for This is a Takeover, I'm Shelby Ray Patterson. And I'm Gina Belmont. And just so you know, you don't have to be called up to the main roster. You're doing fine where you're at.